The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome to today's episode of The Bright Side. Our guest today is tattoo artist Mira Mariah. And thank you for being here. I wanted to have you today because I was actually in the middle of a drive into New York City from the airport when somebody posted uh, one of your tattoos. And I just thought it was so beautiful. And I just really like your entire aesthetic. But I, on top of liking the way you do tattoos, I also really like how you're an advocate for inclusivity and body positivity. So I think first it'd be really cool for our listeners to get to know a little bit about your background. Sure. Uh, I am a tattoo artist and illustrator in New York City. I've been tattooing for about five years. I'm also a mother and an amputee and being 28 years old and like kind of such a millennial, I've just always existed on the internet in some way. So having a responsible internet presence is just really important to me. You, I know you went to FIT and you were studying fashion when you were studying women's wear design. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. What was the progression? How did that, how did you become a tattoo artist? Well, I think as a fashion designer and as a fashion person, I was always interested in just how people look. I think that's why fashion and beauty go hand in hand. And I think that's why I've just made it kind of my mission recently to make, you know, tattooing a big part of beauty. And in that thinking on how people look and in being a fashion illustrator, I kind of started thinking more about tattoos. Um, So I started an apprenticeship where I learned how to tattoo and then still kind of fumbled with finding my style, but I've been doing tattoos the way you see that look for about three years, three and a half years now. So, yeah. How would you, because I would kind of describe your, the style that I'm familiar with, at least as it relates to you as almost having an element of fantasy and they're kind of dreamlike and feminine. And I think that's what I related, really liked about them. But how would you describe your tattoo style? Thank you. Um, I think dreamy feels accurate, but um, they are very linear and a lot of them have a a very intense relationship with line. Mm -hmm. So that is a big part of what I'm doing. And a lot of them I think are done in a style that relates to fashion illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the most important element of my tattoos is that they reflect women and the moods and bodies that they realistically inhabit. Yeah, I think it, you describe yourself on your Instagram as, if I'm remembering this correctly, a women's culture or female culture expert. Is that what it I think is? It just says girl culture expert. Girl culture. <laughs> okay, I love that though. Thank you. So what makes one a girl culture expert? First of all, I don't take that title very seriously. It was mostly just a joke because a lot of times I'll go on like very long, ranty, poetic Instagram captions, just describing the mundane details of being a girl. Um, But you use you, your choice of words when you do that, honestly, they, they actually are poetic. Like the way that you describe what you're doing with your tattoos, it, it gives such so much more insight into what it is you're creating and like the way that your mind as an artist works. I think it's really cool that you do that. Yeah. I just really like girls and I like the way that girls have created a culture amongst ourselves of like skincare and 
boys and gossip and parties and books. And I think the way girls go about their lives is so romantic and cool. And that's why I want to be a girl expert. Well, I think, I think also something that's unique about you, and obviously I don't know you personally, but what I sort of have observed is like, I feel you are like this cool, edgy tattoo artist, but it, which usually doesn't really lend itself to celebrating femininity and like girliness. And so it's cool that you kind of have these two things that are like the juxtaposition of those two combined. Like, I, I don't feel like I meet a lot of women who sort of fit the mold. Like if you're a cool girl in New York, I don't know, tr- like not like the other girls. Right. Exactly. Right. No, I'm like the other girls. And that's like my <laughs> whole mission is that like, I don't want to say that or have that be a part, a relationship with the work that I'm doing. It's not, it's, it's, it's a cool girl cult, but like no one is too cool for you. I love that because I think one of the things that I really like to celebrate and focus on, on with this podcast is just, well, first of all, being happy and content being yourself. But I think that being a nice person and just being feminine, being whoever you are can be cool regardless, right? So I really like that that's something that you speak to. Thank you. Yeah, that's really important to me too. I think that's awesome. Where do you draw inspiration for your designs? I think my life is really inspiring. Mostly like going back, like I don't want to, I don't mean to just talk exclusively about this topic, but I do spend so much time with women. I have so many friends and like spend so much time with them. And there are so many girls that all around me. <laughs> well, you, it's funny because um, my sister is on the couch right now, like pointing to herself. And that Aww. is true. She definitely is such a big inspiration to me. Is your sister older or younger? Younger. She's 18, but she lives oh, wow. in my house with me. That's really sweet. That's yeah. kind of cool to have that age gap. Cause I was always, I have three siblings, um, but they're all sort of back to back. We're all a year and a half apart from each other. Oh and God. I always kind of wished that my mom had had one when I was older. So I would have gotten to participate in like helping to kind of raise her a little bit or him. Oh God, that's so cute. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like I got to help with that part. And then it's been really cool to like know her and her friends and see the way they interact and act and look and stuff. And then, you know, me and my friends, and that's really inspiring to me, but also like lots of art. I love art. Mm -hmm. You know, I studied a lot of art history in school, really traditional art is very interesting to me. I like, yeah, I like that you put a modern spin on more traditional art in your work. It's very cool. When people come in to see you for a tattoo, do how much creative control do you let your clients have versus yourself? So if you want to get a tattoo with me, you apply on a form online and then you fill out this form kind of like with, it's almost like you're pitching to me, I guess. And then I read those ideas and pick the ones that I want to do. And then from there, you'll come sit down with me for your appointment. Like when you arrive at your appointment, I usually have like maybe half a drawing ready, but maybe not. And then we'll sit together and draw out the piece and kind of talk about what it means and where it will go. So there's definitely a lot of collaboration, but there are also like you, I think if you follow me on the internet, you know who you're working with and you know what you're getting. Right. I would come to you with a specific style, at least in mind. Yeah. So it's, it really is a collaboration between you and however you're tattooing. Yeah. I love 
I love that. Which tattoo that you've done was your favorite? I did a tattoo of a glove holding a ribbon that was inspired by Emily Dickinson. Mm. Um, And I thought it was just really cool and really fun. And I really loved doing it. Mm -hmm. And I tried to make it a bit like implicative and kind of mysterious in the way that like Dickinson was. Oh, I I love that. You've got quite a big following on social media. And I know that you have tattooed Ariana Grande and um, a few other people. When you did her tattoos, was that a big kind of jumping off point for your career? Or had you already, were you already pretty well known at that point? I started tattooing celebrities with about maybe like 25,000 Instagram followers mm-hmm. before I'd ever tattooed a celebrity. And That's then a lot. we grew a lot from there. Mm-hmm. Like my following kind of, it grows in splurges that I like yeah. in, I don't know a rhyme or rhythm to growing a following. I feel like I understand a better rhyme or rhythm to growing a community and engagement. I can see how people would be drawn to follow. I mean, you're an artist. So it's like anybody who really appreciates your style is going to want to continue to follow you. And I think also, like I said about your captions, I think are so the way that you, it's, it's like more than just art that you're looking at. You're also reading something that like kind of gives you an, more insight into who you are as an artist. That's my favorite part, actually. I, is it? The captions? I love the captions. Yeah. Yeah. You do a really good job with those. I noticed that you do a lot of tattoos like between women's breasts which I feel like is different from a lot of other artists that I see. Is that something that these, your clients are choosing to do? Or is that something that you particularly enjoy doing? I really like doing it because it's like a really flat surface and it's like really easy to tattoo and it doesn't hurt my hands that much. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really um, all there is to it. <laughs> I feel like I, I want to give you like a bigger, deeper answer. Well, that's such I an intense case. Yeah, I think being a woman, people feel really trusting to do that with me. And I also think that I am definitely not the first voice to encourage this, but I've really encouraged people of all body types to consider all tattoo spaces. Mm -hmm. There, a lot of the time that specific sternum tattoo that you're talking about is usually just seen on these like very thin and like wafy people, which Uh look great on them too. But I've done some like diagrams and like, illustrative examples of like how we can accomplish this, even if you have like big boobs or a belly roll or like whatever. Yeah. That's really cool that you do that. And I noticed that you showcase those examples on your social media as well, which I think is different from what other artists are doing. So I love that. Do you find that the tattoo artist community is more competitive or collaborative artist to artist? I might be in a bubble when I'm saying this, but I feel like the tattoo artist community is so supportive and has been so lovely to me. And there are so many women who have uplifted me early in my career and showed me how to do things I didn't know how to do and guided me. Mm -hmm. And even Fleur Noir, the tattoo shop that I've worked at for the last three years has just been so supportive and so helpful and so understanding and so cool that I really like speak very highly specifically of the New York city tattoo community. Yeah. I wonder, because I, I mean, I, I don't have that much experience with tattoos. I have maybe like four or five and I've kind of, I've gone to the same two people for all of them, but I almost feel it's like a hairstylist. I feel like I'm cheating if I want to try someone else. 
I totally understand. They've sort of made it feel that way. But it's, again, at the end of the day, it's art, right? And you kind of want, I don't know, at least for me, I kind of like the idea of having different artists because everyone's style is so unique. I mean, I encourage the people in my life who get tattoos to be collectors. Like, yeah. you know, show me the tattoo artists that you're working with that you love. Like, I want to get work by them too, you know? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not married to a singular tattoo artist to do the work mm-hmm. on my body. So I wouldn't imagine that I would encourage anyone to be. Is there another tattoo artist you're a fan of? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Anka Tattoo is like this amazing tattoo artist. She okay. works in Greenpoint in Brooklyn. She's just does really cool work that is very imaginative and very surreal. And she's done a lot of pieces on me. Also, Nothing Wild, who was the owner of Fleur Noir and is now, you know, working in Paris. And she does really amazing artwork mm. that I wear a lot of. And I'm looking forward to getting a tattoo from Ugly Kid Gumo. I love getting all these names. Across the city. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. I know that's gotta be, yeah. I guess that's, a, you're working in such an intimate space. I guess it'll take a little while for everyone to get back to. Yeah, I don't imagine I'll be tattooing for a while, which is why I've been trying to like keep busy with other projects. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask what kind of collaborations you've done both historically and you currently have going on. Historically, I've done some really cool collaborations with Gucci and Fresh Beauty. Wow. um, Which were all really exciting. But coming up, I just last week put out a collection of temporary tattoos with Inkbox. And they're called Stay Home New York. And they're all tattoos that are kind of in the theme of staying home and trying to romanticize and enjoy that. The Inkbox tattoos are really awesome because they last about two weeks and they're oh, wow. regular temporary tattoo. They're, they kind of like look and feel like a real tattoo without the pain. Yeah. Well, that's really fun. And that is going to benefit the New York City Food Bank. Is that right? Yeah, that is. That's like such a good part of it is that we're able to give back. And I think $2 for every unit will give back to the New York City Food Bank. I live in New York where when we were trying to figure out what we were going to do about shutting down our education system, the main concern for turning off our education system wasn't how we were going to educate our children, but was because most kids in New York city eat two meals a day at school. And for Mm. a lot of families, that's really financially supportive for them. And with also job loss and a lot of other financial issues because of the pandemic, a big concern in New York city was how we were going to feed our kids. And that really touched my heart, especially being the mother of a five-year-old. So we decided to work with the New York city food bank. Oh yeah. Good for you. That's great. Um, I mean, I want to check out the tattoos too. Yeah. This. And so I know that you're pretty open to talking about your leg. You were, you were born with a birth defect. And the reason I bring this up because you, you're open to speaking about yeah. this, right? And so I think just on the topic of body positivity, this is something, is that something that influenced your interest in being an advocate for body positivity? Yeah, that's such a good question. Thank you so much. Um, being an amputee absolutely influences everything I do. And it definitely influenced my interest in body positivity because I had to have such a complicated relationship with my body from such an early age. Um, Would you mind just if so people who aren't aware of the story? Yeah, sure. So I was born with a birth defect and I ended up losing my leg when I was 17. And I've worked very hard 
in the beginning of losing my leg to make it like not affect me and be like, look, I'm fine. Everything is fine. Everything is great. And then in the last like four years, I've worked really hard to accept the obstacles I have and then accept them as they're kind of like gifts to me. And, you know, dealing with chronic pain has given me a kind of compassion that I've never imagined. And, you know, looking so physically different has allowed me to express myself through my art in a way that makes other people feel seen. And I feel like very blessed for that. Yeah, I think often the things, the challenges that we face in life are the only ways that we are able to grow and learn in order to, like you said, be more empathetic or to connect with others in ways that if had we not had these experiences, we wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. So, okay. Some of the fun stuff that we talk about on here, we'd like to do a little bit of a rapid fire. Okay. So what is a trend or it doesn't have to be a trend. It could be a band. It could be something from the past that you would bring back if you could. Bell bottoms. Okay. It's a good one. Are you, you're probably familiar with cancel culture, yeah. right? And so I'm kind of like anti-cancel culture, but I like to put a positive spin on it on this show. And if there's something that you could cancel, that's a negative thing. What would it be? Quarantine. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're going to like, everyone's going to agree with that one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? To be invisible. What would I, you do? I, like rob banks. <laughs> rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe if I was invisible, I would just like want to creep on people's conversations or something. Like, Oh, absolutely. I would like go into people's houses. I would never steal from people, just corporate America. But like just <laughs> in their houses. <laughs> I know. That would be so much fun. And who's a favorite social media person that you like to follow? Somebody's funny or inspirational? Florence Given. Okay. She's super funny. She's super cool. She's like kind of a feminist. She's also an illustrator. She lives in London. She's really young. She's like 21. She's so cute and funny. And how do you spell her last name? Just so if people want to look her up. I-V-E-N. Florence. Okay. Good one. And I have a playlist that people who listen to the show subscribe to on Spotify. And so I like to ask each guest if they have a song that makes them feel happy or uplifted that they like to listen to. And I'm going to add it to the playlist. Amazing. My song will be Losing You by Solange. Okay. Before we go, I want to ask if there's anyone in your life who is going through something really challenging right now or struggling in some way who you would want for all of our listeners to send positive thoughts or energy too. Yeah, absolutely. My sister Fiona, not my sister that lives with me, is just like facing the normal growing pains challenges in life. And Mm -hmm. I just would love to send her all of the positive energy and all of the inspiration energy. Great. Okay. Well, we'll definitely keep her in mind. Thank you. And I really appreciate you doing this and taking the time to be here. It was so great to learn a little bit more about you. Oh my God. You're so kind. Thank you so much. And I like, so appreciate your sensitivity and like, you're just great. Thank you. Oh, well, stay safe out there and take care. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 